In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. This thing on. Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Are you ready to level up your business using video marketing? Are you sick of getting price shopped, losing an inexperienced local competition, and just getting overall bad leads from the internet that don't understand the value of working with you? Are you a chiropractor, lawyer, doctor, dentist that just feels you're not charging enough for your services and not getting the people and the level of clients and patients that you deserve? Are you ready to become the local authority and drive more pre-sold leads to your business? I'm going to show you how to in a 90-minute training I created to level up your business. And by using these video strategies, we've helped grow businesses from six to seven figures over the past 12 years. And the training is free. Just click on the show notes or go to authenticweb.media slash level up to sign up for the free training. Welcome, this is Ian Garlic, and today's guest is my good friend, former agency owner, agency expert, and the guy that's made billions of dollars using video, <laughs> Jason Swank. Jason, thanks for being on the show again. Th- thanks for having me on, but you forgot that I'm taller. You, and I'm he's, taller, yeah, on, he, I'm he taller on video, but in person, I'm shorter. <laughs> So Jason is, uh, you know, it, it's an awesome story because obviously you've, you've had a lot of success in your agency and in your agency, you know, growing your agency podcast after selling your agency for eight figures. Um, and, but now you've grown this consulting business, uh, you know, and you've grown it pretty fast. How fast did you grow the Swank consulting business? Man, you know, I want to, I want to use a, don't think this is normal because I've had 12 years of runway to get here and owning an agency makes it a little bit easier, but we're able to get over the seven figure mark in eight months. Um, but don't, but I had a lot, like, don't think that's, yeah, I I don't want to like give you something unattainable right off the bat because it took me years and years of figuring everything out. Well, I also think, I mean, you went and sold some, you've, you found some, that people needed there's a lot of agencies underserved out there and you were an actual resource you know and i think that's important too like you knew a lot you know you've got the the agency playbook which is i i wish i would have had i talk about this all the time i wish i'd have had it five years beforehand because we spent hundreds of thousand dollars in consultants and everything (laughs) developing it and now someone can get it for what two thousand dollars or whatever um but you know you you did a lot and you work hard and you execute fast. And I think that's crucial. Uh, but, you know, tell me about your videos because we're, we're here to talk about video. How much has video been in, integral in growing this? I, I think that's really everything. I mean, that and the podcast, right? I mean, because, you know, 
when I started doing video, I mean, yeah, lots of people were doing video, but not for this particular industry. Right. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to create a community first rather than worry about what can I actually sell them. And I always felt that video, I could write a hundred blog posts, but I could do one video and people would connect with me a lot faster. And they would just, they would, they would see my passion. They would, they would see my reaction. They could, they could hear me. They could write. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if people trust you, they're going to make a decision, you know, to work with you versus someone that they wrote, read a blog post that you could have hired someone else to write. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. And it's not in your voice or whatever. Um, and so when did you start? How soon into moving into this did you start making video? Actually, kind of right away, and it was really like my first video. It was a parody off the Dollar Shave Club video, and right, it's my first video on YouTube, where I'm standing in front of this green screen. I look like a Oompa Loompa because the lighting's bad. My cat was like biting my my ankles, so I picked up my cat, and like literally, it was going to be a serious video, and I was just like, screw it, like. You want tips to grow your agency? You know, my <laughs> tips are effing awesome. And, uh, you know, I just did that. And then it just started reaching more people. And people were like, oh, that's kind of funny. That's kind of cool. And they were like, well, can you help me? Or And it just got their attention. And I think video, you have to have kind of a, a video strategy. I know ours is, is get their attention, help them out, and then just keep providing them value. And, and making it where you're kind of a utility for them, where they're constantly coming back for, you know, information. Did you have any video experience prior? I mean, because you had an agency, but do, did you guys do any video in the agency? You know, not really. I mean, I could use Windows Movie Maker and I could put some, you know, you know, slideshows together, like pictures with some movement. But that was about it. Uh, so this was the kind of the first take. I mean, I used my iPhone at the time when it, it was a pretty bad iPhone. I mean, I had a three piece lighting thing that was off Amazon for 50 bucks. I literally like, <laughs> I had mattresses. There was an unused uh, basement. So I had mattresses on the wall and then I had this ugly green screen. <laughs> so like when my neighbors would come down, they'd be like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Right. They see like this camera, set, this tripod set up and like this mattress. And I was like, oh, it's bad. <laughs> and that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I, so, yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, what were your big obstacles when you started to making the videos? Well, I didn't know what types of videos I wanted to make. Right. So I was watching um, Gary Vanderchuk a lot. So I thought like, well, let me kind of model him for a little bit to figure out my my style. Like, who am I? Right. And what do I need to do? Do I need to remember a script and like how my brain works or, or how I do better on video is, and people may be the opposite. I can't go off a script. I need to just pretend there is someone there and then answer a question. But, you know, so look at a couple of people that you like and then try to model them and then quickly kind of transition to your own style and figure out who you are. Because, you know, my show was originally called the Ask Swank Show. Yeah. <laughs> and so you think of that and you're like, oh, the Ask Gary V Show. And I mean, it's a good person to be associated with, but I'm being associated with someone else. 
versus coming up with my own style, my own show, my own format, and then mixing it up. And, um, you know, you just got to, but the biggest thing, and I think you said this to me a, a lot of times is I just execute fast. I don't wait for it to be perfect. Like mm-hmm. you have a shirt, I think it says done is better than perfect, right? Yeah, version done is better than version none. There you go. So, you know, you just got to get it out there and know you're going to look like an idiot. Know you hate how you look, how you sound, everything. But just say, you know, but just go for that one person and, and throw out all the vanity stats. Like, you know, I think branding is all about being good rather than the numbers you have. Like, who cares? Like, it's it, like... It just doesn't matter about how many views you get. Like when I put out a video, maybe I'll get the first week three or 400 people watch it. And most people will be like, oh, that stinks compared to like a Casey Neistat where it gets millions. I'm like, actually, yeah, I'd love the millions, but are those millions my perfect audience? Yep. Like every day I'm speaking in front of three, 400 of my ideal clients, my ideal prospects. And so you just got to, a lot of people get discouraged when they start doing video um, because they're like, oh, we stink. Or they see a negative comment. And the people that are negative, like the, uh, what is it, the internet trolls, they're just <laughs> unhappy. They just need to go like, go in this internet <laughs> troll land and be by themselves. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you like just summed up like all these attitudes because, you know, when we do video, I hear literally all these things from people. What am I, what if someone's negative on there? I'm, I, I literally just got off the phone with someone. I was like, I don't like the way I look. And I'm like, let's get it out there. Or I talk too fast. Get it out there. Uh, I, I mean, do you still, do you have videos out there still that you don't like the way that you look or anything, but you left them out there because they work? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. I, you know, I mean, maybe not the past couple ones. Um, but I mean, you just got to get over it. I mean, look, you're unique because of how you look, how you sound. You don't want to look like all the other people. You remember, like, if you used to remember, like, the sportscasters, like, in the 50s, or if you listen to any of those recordings, they're like, we're going to go down to first base. <laughs> like, I'm like, everybody sounds alike. Or the newscasters. Like, I can't even imitate the newscasters because they just drive me absolutely crazy. They all sound the same. They have the same voice. So how could you – you're going to be unique. You're going to be different. And then you're going to attract the people that you want anyway. You don't want to attract the – you know, if you're calm and, you know, reserved and you wear suits, right? You want to attract those people. But if you're like me and T-shirts, flip-flops, like, I want to track those people, right? So, like, I never comb my hair. Like, I wake up. This is how I look. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And people, everyone wants to be everything to everyone. And that's where they go wrong. Um, And you're you're dead on about that. that, But, and the numbers thing, too, I think is absolutely crucial. Because you said it, but we really didn't talk about that. And have you had a, a video that has low numbers but had big results for you? Like maybe brought in a big client. Uh, yeah, a lot of them. I mean, it's just, it's it's crazy. Like the numbers just don't matter. Like think about like everybody wants one-on-one conversations. Well, the videos will lead to that. But even if you get one view, that person could be Oprah. Yep. 
I mean, literally, think about what, you know, Sarah Blakely with Spanx. I mean, she got one influencer, says, hey, this is an amazing brand. You guys should all try it out. And now she's a billionaire, a lot over. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's that one, especially if you have a high ticket service. Like you, I mean, your consulting's expensive. And if you make one video that over the next three years gets one client, that's a pretty big return on investment. Um, it's it's about being consistent and patient. Like I, I signed up um, a, a couple of new people uh, last week and they've been watching my content for three years. They haven't bought anything from me. Wow. Three years. And I'm sure I'll have, as, as I keep doing this, I'll probably have people 10 years from now be like, you know, I'm finally ready. Yep. Yeah. And that, oh, and that's it, what it can do. And I mean, we we just had a client that said a video we made seven years ago. They just got a twelve thousand dollar patient from it seven years ago, and it's sitting out there. And that blog post won't do it, but like you said, the video will. So when when was the point where you're like you knew the video thing was working? When I put the put this goofy guy in my videos, and that everybody kept kind of wanting to come back. Which is Ian? <laughs> He's been in a couple of my videos. Just randomly shows up with like these goofy looks. Great. Um, no, I mean, yeah. When and- I knew video was working, I guess when I I went to go speak at a conference and I had someone come up to me was like, "I love your videos. I watch them all every every video you put out." And I'm like, really. I was like, I don't even watch all my videos. Um, <laughs> my mom doesn't even just, watch all my videos. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you know, my mother watches probably all my videos. She'll watch it. Hi, mom. <laughs> don't, don't comment. You'll embarrass me. <laughs> um, uh, you know, and that, that effect where people feel like they know you. And, and not only know, like, and trust you, but I mean, people, I've been with you and people walk up to you all the time and like, Hey, Jason, people all want to take pictures with you because they know who you are instantly. So and, crazy. And, and, and yeah. And even though you're with me, they still want to talk to you. Uh, That's the crazy part. <laughs> That's really, really crazy part. Um, well, so. Now that you've been doing video for a while, how many videos are you putting out a day? So your your YouTube channel, he's got Jason's got an awesome YouTube channel that he really started about a year. He really started pushing hard with YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, you go to swank today, swank today, no dot com, swank today. Uh, we'll take you to his YouTube channel. What? How much are YouTube? How many videos are you putting out a week now? Two, two a week. So we put them out uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And the, the great thing, too, guys, is a lot of people don't do this. You can turn your videos into so many pieces of assets. So, like, for example, with the Swank Today Show, it's, it's kind of what it says. It's like me going over a strategy that I feel that's working. So maybe I'll come up with a topic from this. Be like, you know, hey, why you need to do video? And I'll create something like that, right? And... I'll just do like a three minute to five minute show, just kind of going through that. And then what I'll do is I'll upload it to YouTube. I'll upload it to Facebook. I'll upload it to LinkedIn. I'll uh, extract out the audio, put it on Alexa, put it on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Skitcher. I'll have my team uh, extract out things for IGTV, Instagram, right? So like it's creating so much content that I'm going to other places and it's all driving people back to one place. 
And I think a lot of people just focus on just doing it for YouTube. Now you have to kind of change the different mediums and that kind of stuff a little bit. But, you know, if it's like a simple show like that of just going through something working, you know, it just, you can make it go so much further. Because I have some people that have never gone on my uh, YouTube channel, but they'll watch my videos on LinkedIn or Mm. the same thing like on, on Facebook. Yeah. So you just got to kind of make sure you use it to the fullest. And how are you using, so how are you using the videos then in your ads and your advertising? Well, those, so a lot of times I'll take some of the YouTube videos, the most popular ones, and then I'll put that into, uh, you know, Facebook and I'll, you know, promote it to the audience to try to build awareness. And I think it's kind of like, everybody always talks about like the cold audience to warm to hot. That's the same kind of principle, core principles of you got to get people's attention saying, you know, like, Hey, you know, if you're an agency owner and you struggle with X, try this, this might help. And then you'll repixel them later on. You'll socially stalk them. And then, uh, you'll be able to send them more valuable content in order to kind of hopefully build trust faster. And then maybe, maybe they'll buy from you, uh, you know, in the near future. And with your content, you know, and, and taking this content, you're putting out so much content. How are you figuring out what to say and how often are you saying some of the same things over? Well, the, the cool thing is, is people are not paying attention to you like you think you, they are, right? So almost kind of every – what I know I do in my business is I know kind of my set structure, right? It's around an eight-system framework. And then I know my audience better than anybody because I was them, right? And mm-hmm. I, I know what they struggle with. I know what they want to transform into. So what I'm doing is I'm creating content that I wish I had, and we just set a set schedule, and then as we're also going and as the market changes, there's new things that you would like to add. So probably about every quarter, maybe every six months, we'll start refreshing things um, or I'll be saying similar things. Um, you know, one of the things that I just really started doing is like when I have some free time, like, which is not, not often very much anymore, but sometimes I'll go, uh, anybody got 15 minutes, post your phone number below and I'll randomly call someone and I'll answer your question. And then I'll record that, take out their name, obviously, and all that kind of stuff, unless they give me permission. And then I'll turn that into an episode. And so that's brand new. That's like what someone's struggling with. Now, is it the same? Like if I talk about proposals three months ago, am I going to talk about proposals this time? Yeah, but I'll put a different, fresh perspective on it or tell a different story with it. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah, and you, but you're like, people forget that and they get so hung up and they're like, oh, you know, and like no one remembers Mm-mm. what you've said. I mean, you, you, you can't get your kids to remember what you said three hours ago. You think someone's going to remember 90 days from now what you said? And on the rare occasion that they do, well, you just reinforce the point. Um, so how are you using storytelling? Are you using it a lot in your videos? Yeah, I yeah, I try to do it. In all, I mean, I got it. The story I tell is is the story for them, right? Mm-hmm. Like. And I try to position myself as the advisor, kind of like the Obi-Wan, and they're Luke Skywalker trying to do something, right? And so I'm just telling them a story of like, oh, here's what one of my clients did that you may relate to it. And this is a, right? And this is what I would actually recommend for you to go do and try it out. And it's just something very, very simple. And I found kind of, the simpler you can make the videos, 
like in the, the plan, the, the further they're going to go. And I also found too on YouTube, the longer the videos are, the better. Like I try to keep them pretty short and I'm editing. I do all my own editing cause I just like this stuff. So I'm trying to do hard clips to make it as fast as possible. But when I actually look back at some of my videos, the best videos are like over 10 minutes. Interesting. Which I don't think they're the best content sometimes because like I kind of ramble on and I'm telling stories, but it's the story makes a huge, huge uh, impact for it. Yeah. And, and so speaking of that, have you had videos that you thought were going to be great that just flopped? Yeah. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. yeah. And, and what do you do with those? And how, how do you, I mean, where do you, what determines a flop for you? Well, I don't get many comments on it or many, I'm talking about kind of the normal views. Like it's less than average of the views, what I do. And a lot of times it goes back. I created content that people aren't searching for. It's kind of like selling, um, selling a vitamin or a pain meds, right? So like the video I would do was like selling vitamins, but everybody always thinks they're healthy. But if I could do a video that solves a quick pain that could actually lead like, and I say, Hey, do you never want to experience this pain again? Well, you need to get on this vitamin. So sometimes you got to sell the vitamin or sell the pain med first and then the vitamin to say, well, you never want to go back here because how people make decisions are to avoid pain or get pleasure and people make decisions faster to avoid pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. And figuring out those pains is, are crucial. Um, so when you're, if you had to start all over and you were going to get started right now, what would you do with building the business or just the, building the, the business and the videos? I would pretty much do this, the same thing of building the audience. Um, I may wait maybe a year until I actually had an offering. Now can many people do that? Some people can, but like literally build up so much, put so many deposits away that when you want come to a point to take a withdrawal, people are just like throwing money at you. That's awesome. And and that's why we put out so much content is just like, not so people throw money at us. It just happens, right? It's always a a nice thing, but (laughs) it's, you just want to, if, if you can put yourself in the shoe of your ideal prospect and just think about what you would want and just do that. I mean, that's, and make it simple. Don't make it complex. Don't think about, you have to do this eight step, um, sequence that goes to this and then retargets here and retargets here. And like, like it takes an astronaut physicist uh, to figure it out. Like, yeah, you, cool. That looks good. But if you, you could do one video and you get the same amount of view and you're like, okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and what, what would you say were your biggest mistakes early on that you would try to avoid? I didn't have, I didn't tell people why to stick around. Right. So how I do all my videos now is I'm like, on this episode, you're going to learn blah, blah, blah. Or if you're struggling with X, Y, and Z, stick around. Like, start off. 
like the first couple seconds of your video or your show is the most important because it's going to decide if someone's going to listen the whole time or just, or bolt. And so then also too, the other thing I would tell you is the second thing you need to do is tell them who the show is actually for and what they need to do. People want to be told what to do. Don't put your call, just your call to action at the very end. Some people may not get there. Mm. So what I'll do is I'll say, Hey, on this episode, we're going to talk about how video is going to enhance your business. And if you're new to this show, this show is all about giving you strategies and tactics to grow your business much faster. If you're not yet subscribed, subscribe, hit the little bell button, right? And then I go into the little bumper, which is like is really, really quick, like five seconds. You do go if you have those long intros, you're like, yeah, what up, CNN? Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Like you pay you you paid someone a couple hundred bucks. Just keep it simple, and then just jump right into it. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a great. I, I've noticed that you've started doing that. And have you noticed the rise in subscribers on YouTube? Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get a a couple hundred or maybe like four hundred uh, additional every month, but it's just steady flow. But see, when you have such a narrow niche, which a lot of you, hopefully all of you do, because you can grow a lot faster in your business, not your subscribers, okay? Let me, let me clear, clarify that one. Because there's some people, and I, I know a lot of people out there that get millions of views. Mm-hmm. That don't make much revenue. Yeah. Right? Nope. And so they can grow their subscriber because they're so broad. Exactly. But, when you, but you're not making the ultimate goal is for you to create a lifestyle and a business that supports what you want to do. And so the more narrow focus you get, the more relevant you are to those people watching you. And it doesn't need to be that, that number. And then over time it just keeps growing, but you have to be fine with one, two, 10, 15, 20 people in the very beginning and just creating content that they want. And then it just stems from there. That's uh, that's great advice. That's great advice. But, and and I think you said it before, but the patience, the patience is is crucial because it's and for you, how do you keep executing and still remain patient? Because I think that's what a lot of pro- people want that immediate gratification, and they don't get it, so they stop. You how do you keep? Have, you, you have to have a long term vision. You have to have that clarity of what are you creating. And why are you creating it? So, you know, our, our our North Star that drives us is being the number one resource in the world for agencies and to provide a resource I wish I had. So that's what's what what pushes us, what pulls us, all that kind of stuff in order to create. And I just know that in the long run, I'll have so much content out there. It'll be so flooded by you know, my ugly mug and, and <laughs> face, uh, you know, that it'd be hard to ignore me. And, and that's what I want to have happen is like, you could disagree with me, but you're, you're definitely going to see me. That's you're going to be aware of me. Right. So. Yeah. And even if people see you and disagree with you, 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 they're seeing you. So they, you, they know who you are and eventually that you become a friend to them. Uh, um, what's your, one ninja trick right now when it comes to video what's working really well for you i think the intro the intro was saying like hey on this episode this is this is what you're going to get and if and then letting them know what type of show this is um i think that's 
that's it. And then you know, the other thing is, is making sure you have a really good thumbnail. Because if you don't get anybody to, like, if you don't get people's attention on their the feed going by, no one's ever going to watch your video. It doesn't matter if you have the best intro and the most amazing content. If you have a bad thumbnail or or title, you're done. So I, we work really hard on that. And how, how do you get a good title and thumbnail? You know, one of the things I always thought is, like, how to do something cool without doing something that sucks. And just use that formula. So, like, if I was doing something around proposals, I would say, do you want to know how to convert 80% of your marketing proposals without spending over 15 minutes creating it? Not so how it. to do something cool without doing something that sucks. That's awesome. And when it comes to gear, this is the thing that everyone asks me. You asked me, everyone asked me about gear. How important is the gear? To you. Um, in the very beginning, not at all. I mean, I was shooting on an iPad uh, with a directional mic uh, in the beginning. I used an iPhone 5. Yeah, iPhone 5 um, with crappy lighting. You know, and but now I, I kind of upgraded maybe about a year and a half ago to the cheapest DSLR I'm looking at right now. It's... Uh, the EO5 T5i Rebel, right? I think it was maybe 500 bucks, standard mm-hmm. lens on it. Now I'm starting to get into lenses. I'm about to buy a $1,500 lens, but I don't recommend that. Yeah. But like the lens on it, like this was a $400 camera. And it kind of gave you that juicy background where it blurs it out. Um, but, you know, before then, you know, iPhone, man. I mean, it's just. It, and then, but you got it done. Great content. Yeah. And then I just have a Rhodes mic. On the top, I think that was 150 bucks, and uh, and then you just add add to your gear later on if you like it. Um, I love cinematography now, so like now I watch commercials or or shows. I'm like, ooh, that was a speed ramp. I'm like, ooh, look at that. <laughs> and, and you know, so like I'm not even l- listening to the content. My wife's like, that's the worst show ever. I'm like, I don't care. The the cinematography is amazing. Uh, yeah, that, and and that, that's another way to tell a story and cinematography can tell a story without having crazy equipment too. It's a, and that's another thing that people don't realize. It's like, they, they're like, Oh, that looks great. And they think it's the gear and it's actually the cinematography. Um, and that's a great, great point. Um, so Jason, if someone wants to get a hold of you, uh, they go to swank dot it. Yeah, got to swank it. Swank. Yeah, swank it. <laughs> swank it. Links to links to all my shows that I have, and if you want more information, I would go there, or you can go to jasonswank.com. But I think you guys should go to swank it. I think you should swank it. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I think one last thing before we go, I think that's absolutely crucial, is that you give away you genuinely give away all great information you give away lots and lots of stuff and i think a lot of people are afraid to give it away but it's it you know i look at all your stuff you you genuinely teach people really good stuff all the time and how do you get over that fear well i think it's an imposter syndrome right a lot of us feel in the very beginning be like i can't like i barely know anything so i can't give away my best stuff Mm -hmm. right but if you give away your crappiest stuff, people are going to think that's your best stuff. So you might as well give away your best stuff, help them out. Because most of the time when you're giving away your best stuff, 
or you could give them the most, you could give them a strategy to make a billion dollars to a hundred people. Maybe one would start doing it. The rest would want your help executing on it because they're lazy and it's not their core thing. So give away your best stuff. Don't worry if they take it, whatever. Don't worry about your competition. Like, don't even focus on your competition. I mean, we used to have this conversation a long time ago, you know, when certain people copied me. Like, I don't even know. Like, I'm sure tons of those people are copying me now. I don't care because everybody will know who created it. And they will think of my ugly mug when they actually say, you know, those types of strategies. So just get it out there. Help them out. And build a community, build an audience, build, get your attention, and you'll dominate it in the long run. Maybe not in the short run, um, but in the long run, you'll definitely win. And and uh, I've always been more of a uh, a marathon dude um, rather than a sprinter. Yeah, but you you keep working at it every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome, Jason Swank. Thank you very much for being on the show. And uh, thank you all for listening. And if, don't forget to go to swank.it. If you're an agency owner, freelancer, anyone doing any type of digital stuff, and it's also great to watch it, his uh, his YouTube channel for inspiration, um, and, and you can watch it with your eyes closed if he get, if he gets a little too weird <laughs> for you. <laughs> I got face for radio. Face for radio. Thanks for thanks, Jason. Thanks. All right, and thank you all for listening. This has been Ian Garlic, and thanks for taking us on your journey. If you haven't signed up already, make sure to sign up for the free training. It's free for a limited time. The Level Up Video Marketing Training. Really take your business to the next level. Just go to authenticweb.media slash level up or click on the show notes and there will be a link right there. I look forward to seeing you in the training and look forward to seeing you level up your business. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 